Welcome to this news episode of Carolyn Talks, where I, your host, Carolyn Hines, speak to film creators about their work and in the industry and what inspires them. And today I am joined by writer and director Julai Jung, who screened her new film, Next Sohi, at the 2022 Fantasia Film Festival. The film stars Kim Shiyun and Bei Duna. It's a great film, but it's um, very emotionally heavy, and but it's a very important film because it talks about exploitation of teenagers and about mental and in a, and in an indirect way also about mental health and mental health awareness and how society and this and various systems can fail people in particular schools and, and school administrators teachers parents as well and as well as employers especially those who place extreme pressure on employees to obtain these certain standards that these employers use to profit off of and never return that profit to the employees, especially teenagers, because this film is about a, a teenager, a student, who joins what is called an externship program, where they take students to work at companies and use, and they say it's for workplace experience, you know, before they graduate. And they also, and they're also supposed to get extra credits, which helps them with graduation. But these students are exploited. They're not paid um, minimum wage jobs. They're not given benefits that they're supposed to be given. They're not given, um, bonuses that they're promised instead they're worked extremely long hours they're confronted with verbal emotional and sometimes physical abuse from customers at these call-in centers as well as from their managers and supervisors and people at the top and it's a and it's a very important film about this that it can be a bit disconcerting or maybe even distressing for some people but i think it's worth a watch and it talks and it takes it's set in south korea and it does feature some um aspects that these externship programs are very um specific to korean culture but i think they also apply to other places like in the west in particular because like i grew up in barbados and i were i started work from very young i started working before I even left secondary school i was working in a supermarket at 15 years old and we we're taught you know about self about independence and like we have to be contributing members to society and while that's the while earning money is good for you like as teenagers we shouldn't be facing so much pressure to become adults so early and to work so hard like teenagers aren't encouraged to enjoy their youth and this film talks a lot about that and as well as how parents can sometimes ignore the distress that their children are going for and they and they're so focused on these children working they're like this is a good thing for you they're not for, they're not thinking about how their children are under pressure at work and how this might be affecting them emotionally and mentally and this i think um, director john did a fantastic job conveying that in the film without making it explicitly a lot of it comes through in the dialogue or even in just the acting that the performers did and it's it's heartbreaking because this film is based on a true situation that happened in south korea but also other situations that um occurred and as we got into that during our interview so i hope you enjoy this interview with um director Zhang, and I appreciate her for taking the time to speak with me, as well as for her interpreter Vivian. Sorry, her interpreter Vivian for joining us as well. Thank you so much, Director Zhang, for speaking to me. I really enjoyed Next So He, but it was a very heavy film <laughs> to um to watch for me uh, personally. Mm -hmm. 좋게 아주 즐기면서 봤는데 굉장히 또 무거운 영화이기도 했습니다. Thank you. Mm -hmm. As I said, this film was very like very emotionally heavy for me 
to watch. What was it like for you as the director and the writer to work on producing this story and like going through the process with the cast? Because the subject topic of teen suicide and teen exploitation is not an easy subject to bring to the screen and to bring to life. So what processes did you use for you personally and with the cast to just work through just the emotional and the mental toll of filming? Uh, 그러면 감독님으로서는 이 영화를 어떻게 이끌어 나가셨고 또 어떻게 캐스팅을 하셨으며 그런 과정들에 대해서 알고 싶습니다. 왜냐하면 이게 그 10대 소녀의 자살 또는 그 10대 청소년들을 어 이렇게 착취하는 그러한 이야기의 무거운 주제이기 때문에 어 이러한 영화 과정 준비하는 과정이라든지 또 이런 감정적인 면에서 또 정신적인 면에서 굉장히 많은 그런 스트레스 이런 것들을 다루는데 어떻게 다 캐스팅과 등등의 면에서 어떻게 임하셨는지 알고 싶습니다. 우선 한국에서 어 실제로 있었던 이 사건을 영화로 만들어야겠다라고 결심한 이후에 음 무엇보다 반드시 이 이야기는 영화로 만들어져야 된다는 생각을 했습니다. 어 단지 사건을 고발하고 어이 관객들에게 충격을 주는 것을 넘어서서 음 계속해서 이 이야기가 관객들의 마음속에 남기를 바랬고 그리고 이 문제에 대해서 다 같이 오래도록 생각해 보기를 바랬기 때문입니다. 음 그러면서 어 영화를 일부 2부로 나누고 첫 번째 파트에서는 어이 주인공이 어떻게 해서 일을 시작하게 되고 마지막에 죽는 것까지 충실하게 그 과정을 따라가면서 영화를 보고 그 다음에 이 사건을 다루게 되는 형사를 등장시켜서 도대체 이 죽음이 어떻게 일어난 일인지를 그 사람의 관점에서 그 사람이 이 관련한 사람들을 만나 만나고 그, 그들의 이야기를 들어가면서 온전하게 이 죽음을 이해하는 과정을 어, 다루고 있습니다. 영화를 이렇게 두 부분으로 나눠야겠다고 생각하고 시나리오 작업을 하면서 어, 이두 번째 파트를 담당하는 이 형사로 처음부터 베도나 씨를 고려하고 있었고 시나리오를 완성하자마자 그녀에게 시나리오를 보냈습니다. 그랬더니 바로 다음날 어, 본인이 하겠다고 연락을 했고 어, 무엇보다 만나서 이제 얘기를 하면서 제가 가장 확실하게 알았던 것은 내가 왜이 영화를 만들고 싶어 하고 어떠한 방식으로 만들고 싶어 하는지 그 핵심을 명확하게 이해하고 있었고 그리고 무엇보다 어, 저에게 가장 큰 힘을 실어주는 동지 같은 존재였습니다. 그렇게 해서 어, 오유진이라는 캐릭터를 담당하는 배도나 씨가 먼저 캐스팅이 됐고 그 다음에 어, 한국 관객들에게는 굉장히 낯선 새로운 얼굴로 이 소희라는 인물을 찾아야겠다고 결심을 했었고 음, 아주 오랜 오디션을 거칠 거라고 생각을 하고 있었는데 마침 그때 저희 조 감독님과 함께 작업을 한 적이 있었던 이 김시은이란 배우를 저는 처음 본 친구였었는데 만나게 되었고 그 친구랑 대화를 나눠보면서 
내가 찾던 소위가 바로 이 사람이구나 라고 확신이 섰습니다. 그래서 그 자리에서 캐스팅을 제의했고 함께 하기로 했습니다. just to shock the audience, but I wanted to uh, make a story, bigger story, and so that it can uh, remain in the minds of the audience longer time. And, uh, and I thought that that's how it can remain in the, in the memory of the people for a long time. And after that, um, I, thought that I have to make two parts. The mm -hmm. first part uh, shows um, the, how the main character started the work and uh, how she finally commits suicide. So as audience, we follow her uh, very faithfully. And the second part is the investigation by the detective on her death. And she tries to understand why uh, she committed suicide, how this happened, and she meets all these people concerned around her and in order to find out uh, and understand why she, what, what kind of difficulty she went through and uh, why finally she decided to kill herself. And uh, after I made the, the decision to make a two-part story, I uh, worked on the scenario, scenario uh, and while writing the script, I already knew that uh, Peduna uh, will be uh, the main character in the second part. And so as soon as I finished the script, I sent her uh, the script, completed script, and the next Next day, she accepted the proposal. Mm -hmm. And when I met her, uh, I immediately knew that she understood why I wanted to make this film and how I wanted to uh, convey, uh, how I wanted to tell uh, what I wanted to tell. And she exactly understood the all this, uh, all, all of my thinking uh, very clearly. Then uh, I, I, I found out that. And uh, most of all, she has been uh, all, all through the filming work. She has been my strongest comrade, uh, I would say. And that's how I casted Peduna. And after uh, casting Peduna, uh, it was a turn to Sohi, to find the Sohi. And I thought that uh, it would take a long time uh, to find her uh, through audition, etc. However, uh, my uh, vice director uh, recommended a 
an actress named Kim Si-yoon. And when I met her, I knew that she is Sohee. And I was uh, very uh, sure of it. So I proposed the casting and she accepted it. This is your second film with Beiduna. The first one is A Girl Next Door. And they're kind of similar in that they both talk about how young girls in particular are abused by the adults in their lives. And um, that the, the girl, A Girl Next Door is about familial abuse, like parental abuse, whereas Next So He is about the um, verbal abuse from like customers and exploitation that these young girls face in this externship program. Is this something that you want to continue to focus on in your filmmaking? Because like when it comes to, um, I think, storytelling, like films are a very good way to bring attention to social issues and, and bring awareness to things affecting young people, particularly young girls, especially in a society that is extremely patriarchal, like South Korea, and I would say a lot of other countries around the world. 지금 이게 두 번째 장편 영화신데요. 첫 번째, 그러니까 두 번째 지금 배우드나 배우하고 같이 일을 하신 작품이기도 하고요. 그런데 첫 번째 그 도희아에서도 그렇고 여기에서도 그렇고 어, 어떤 절, 어린 소녀들이 이제 착취를 당하고 어, 고통을 겪는 그런 어, 이제 주제인데 도희아에서는 어, 그앞 그 부모님에 의해서 그런 착취, 학대를 당하는 그런 그런 이야기였다면 이제 이번에는 어, 이제 고객을 응대하는 그러한 곳에서 일하면서 어, 이제 인턴으로서 일하면서 이제 겪게 되는 그 어려움들, 착취 이런 것들에서 이야기하고 있는데요. 어, 그렇게 이, 이러한 그 어린 소녀들이 이렇게 어려움을 겪고 착취를 당하는 그러한 것을 이렇게 이야기하시는 게 계속해서 이야기하시는 게 어떤 사회적인 그런 이러한 이슈에 좀더 환기를 하고 싶어서 그러시는 건지 특히나 이제 한국 같이 가부장적인 그 사회에서는 어, 이러한 어린 소녀들에 있어서 특히 어려움들을 어, 많이 겪고 있다고 생각하셔서 이제 이런 문제를 좀더 부각해서 알리고자 하시는 건지 알고 싶습니다. 음... 음, 특별히 그 문제의식이 제가 너무나 강하게 있어서라기보다는 음, 어, 저도 여성이고 또 이미 그러한 시기를 그 도이아에서 다루고 있는 그 소녀의 시기도 그렇고 지금 이 다음 소위에서 등장하는 이 고등학교를 이제 막 졸업한 아직 졸업도 하지 못한 상태이긴 하지만 하여튼 이런 시기도 그렇고 그런 시기를 겪어온 또 당사자이기도 하고 그러면서 자연스럽게 영화를 만드는 어 이야기거리로 그 무렵의 친구들이 저한테 더 중요하게 다가온 것 같기는 합니다. 그렇다고 해서 그 그런 어떤 절박한 문제의식을 가지고 이 영화를 한국 사회, 이 이야기를 꼭 한국 사회에 던져보고 싶다 하는 차원에서 영화를 만들었다기보다는 어 뭔가 살아있는 인물들 그리고 그렇게 해서 관객들 마음속에 오래도록 오래도록 기억될 그런 이야기를 만들고 싶은 음 생각이 가장 컸던 것 같습니다. I would say that I made the two films around this young girl's abuse, not because I was particularly, uh, I had a 
a strong awareness about these issues. But because I, as a woman, I went through uh, all those uh, process of development and growth uh, experienced by the girl in next uh, a girl at my door, and also the high school period uh, experienced by uh, Sohi and next to Sohi, and so it was quite natural for me to um, think about their life as an important uh, issue and their stories. However, um, um, I rather than just uh, uh, the throwing this issue uh, with a very desperate uh, sense of awareness or about this issue to the Korean society, I wanted to uh, make films about them so that those people can uh, become alive through the language of cinema and uh, remain long time in the minds of the audiences. That's what I wanted. Mm. Mm. Um, and for your research for this film, as you said at the beginning, and like um, to reading that I've done, this film is based on a true event where a student did commit suicide because of the pressures of taking part in the externship program. Did you face any, um, any obstacles or any difficulties with obtaining research for, to prepare for writing the script and developing the film? Like, did you have any um, one saying that they don't want to share information with you or that you were probably being um, too invasive in any of your research or from around for making the film? Uh, 어 과연 그런 영화를 이제 시나리오하고 또 영화화하는 그런 과정에서 어떤 외부적인 어떤 압력이나 뭐 이렇게 협력하지 않는 등 그런 방해를 리서치하는 데 있어서 방해를 받거나 한 그러한 어 일은 없으셨는지 여쭤보겠습니다. 음 영화에 필요한 많은 요소들을 굉장히 사실에 기반해서 만들어야겠다고 결심을 했고 그러면서 어, 자료들을 찾아보기 시작했습니다. 음, 그렇다고 해서 제가 직접 뭐 당사자들을 만난다거나 어, 비슷한 환경에 예를 들어 뭐 콜센터에 가본다거나 하는 식의 취재를 한 것은 아니고 이미 이 관련한 자료들과 취재한 기사들과 어, 이러한 자료들이 너무나 많아 습니다. 그래서 그분들이 취재를 하면서 어떤 고초를 겪었을지도 모르겠지만 저는 그분들이 이미 찾아놓은 자료들과 기사들 이런 것들로 충분히 이 전체 영화를 구성하는 사실적인 내용들을 다 확보할 수 있었고 어 말하자면 후반부에 등장하는 유진과 유진이 알아가는 이 전체적인 과정들 이것은 어떻게 보면은 그그 취재한 기자분들이나 또이 사건을 알리고자 노력했던 여러 분들의 노력에 대한 
어, 저의 어떤 경의를 표하는 차원이기도 했습니다. 그분들이 끝까지 말하자면 그 사건이 일어났을 그 당시에만 국한되는 게 아니라 비슷한 일이 계속해서 일어난다는 사실을 계속해서 알려오고 어, 후속된 취재들도 계속 해오시고 그러한 노력들이 있기에 지금 제가 이렇게 영화를 만들 수도 있었던 거고요. 어, 어쩌면 그분들의 존재가 어, 마치 유진처럼 이 사회에 그래도 한 가닥 희망이지 않을까 하는 생각도 했습니다. So, uh, yes, I made the film uh, based on the true story, but I did not in person visit call centers or met people concerned uh, directly by the incident, things like that. But I did research, uh, reading uh, a, lot of, uh, a lot of newspapers and articles. Uh, and there were so many um, documents about that. And maybe the journalists had, must have some difficulty in finding out, investigating this uh, incident. But I myself uh, had not uh, experienced those difficulties because uh, I could use their articles and documentations uh, very easily and it was enough for me to use them to make the story into a film. And um, the latter part of the film is the, the process uh, for the detective Eugene to understand and uh, why, understand the, the reason of uh, the death of the main character and investigation on it. And, uh, and in some way, um, I wanted to uh, pay homage to those who tried to investigate this incident and who wrote articles about it. And um, because they do not just stop writing articles uh, after this incident, but they uh, follow up with uh, subsequent uh, articles on different other similar types of death. So uh, they continue to work to uh, make awareness, uh, increase the awareness in the society about this issue. And uh, I think I could make this uh, film thanks to them. And uh, I think their existence and their efforts are uh, kind of uh, the, the, the proof that we have uh, still hope in our society. Mm. Um, one of the things that I found interesting with this film is that you not only focused on um, Sohi, played by Kim Shiyun, but you also included um, a bit of kind of like background on what's happening, what was happening with her friend Pak Tae-joon, and also her manager, who unfortunately also committed suicide because of the pressure. And I, I think it's interesting and it's important that you, you show the story not only about a young girl, but also about how this kind of uh, pressure affects grown adults, grown men, as well as young teenage boys, because Pak Tae-joon himself was also having his struggles with his own work and, um, and, Ijun actually reached out to him. Um, Beiduna's character reached out to him, and he cried because he wasn't expecting that kind of um, support. Was it important to, to for you to show how basically um, these pressures affect everyone, especially young people and adults as well? 
그 소위뿐 아니라 이제 그 감독님께서는 그 배경에서 여러 어려워하는 그런 다른 청소년들도 보여주고 또 다른 사람들도 보여줘요. 예를 들어서 박태준 그 학생도 어 굉장히 힘들어하는 모습 그리고 그 소위의 매니저였던 그 분의 자살하고 이제 생을 마치는데 그런 모습들 이런 것들도 보여주는 게 저한테는 굉장히 흥미로웠거든요. 그래서 어 감독님께는 이러한 그 어린 소녀가 이런 자살하는 것 이것뿐만이 아니라 그를 둘러싼 그 비슷한 환경에 있는 다른 사람들 예를 들어서 박태준이라든지 그 그런 사람들을 이렇게 또다 보여주는 것이 중요하셨나요? 그 어린 그 청소년들이 이러한 압력을 받아서 힘들어하는 모습 이런 걸 보여주는 것이 중요하셨는지 알고 싶고요. 뭐 예를 들어서 박태준 학생 같은 경우는 이제 어 나중에 그 형사가 이렇게 내가 도와줄 수 있다 이러니까 거기에 이제 감정이 복받쳐서 우는 모습을 보이는데 이런 게 상당히 흥미로운데 그런 것이 그 그런 어린 그 그런 사람들이 받는 압력이라든지 이런 것들을 표현하는 게 굉장히 중요하셨나요? 우선 이렇게 말씀해 주셔서 제가 너무나 고맙고 음 어떤 이 영화의 본질을 바로 알아봐 주신 것 같아서 너무나 감사드립니다. 무엇보다 이 영화의 제목이 다음 소위가 된 이유이기도 합니다. 바로 그 지점들이요. 왜 단지 소위만이 아니라 소위도 방금 말씀하신 그전 팀장님의 다음에 온 친구이기도 하고 또 태준이를 비롯해서 그렇게 힘들게 일하고 있는 친구들이 소위의 다음에 오는 친구들이기도 하니까요. 이 제목이 말하고 있는 바가 방금 말씀하신 바로 그러한 부분들이기도 합니다. Uh, first of all, I would like to express my gratitude to you for mentioning about these points. I think you really understood well the essential parts of this film. So I greatly appreciate it. So uh, most of all, uh, because of these uh, Uh, aspects of the story, I chose the title of the movie as Next Sohi. And uh, those parts uh, really uh, make us understand why I used uh, Next Sohi as a title. Because Sohi comes after uh, her uh, former manager who committed suicide. And uh, maybe after Sohi, There might be other people who would be uh, in the similar situation as Sohi, such as Taejun. And uh, so uh, I chose uh, from that perspective uh, this title, Ex Sohi. Just you mentioned the right point. Thank you. I figured that was what Next Sohi meant because either Taejun or another one of the girls at the call center could be the Next Sohi. Like, so he could just be an act. Just could be like a stand-in for the for the person's next name. So, Taejun이라든지 아니면 콜센터에 일하는 일하는 다른 소녀들도 소희처럼 소희와 같이 길을 걸을 수 있는 다음 사람이 될수 있겠다 이러한 의미에서 이제 하신 것 같다고 생각했습니다. Exactly. Exactly what you think. Yeah. Okay. Um, thank you so much for um for speaking with me. Thank you very much, Vivian, for your work. Thank you very much. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Good luck on your next. Good luck. Good luck in the festival circuit and on your next film.
Thank you. So that was another episode of Carolyn Talks. And in this episode, I spoke with writer and director Julie Jung about her new film, Next So He, which was screened at the 2022 Fantasia Film Festival. I really enjoyed this film, but as I had said at the beginning of my interview with director Jung, that this film is very heavy and is um, it could be a lot for some people to watch if they're not prepared. But I think it is it is a good it's a great watch and it's a necessary watch because there's so much exploitation of young people taking place in workplaces and even in schools where you have teachers who are supposed to be protecting them aren't protecting them through situations like these external um, extern programs as they're called and I I just hope that a lot of people realize that young people need help and sometimes all it takes is a willing is a helping hand and for someone like the, the detective played by Beiduna reaching out to them and offering just a, a, a listening ear or the, a willingness to show that they're that they care and for the um performances they were all really good and for the lead actress Kim Seon she did a fantastic job playing so he because she we got to know this character because she starts out as a as a as a dancer and we get to see her transition through this emotional moment where she sees something that no child should ever have to see and then she herself starts to have all these mental struggles so it was done really well the performances are really good the direction is really good and um i can't wait to see what director jung does next and as always, I'd like to, to thank the interpreters who joined the, the directors for these interviews because interpreting is a hard job and I like to show appreciation and respect for the work done. So I appreciate Vivian joining us and you can find other episodes of Carolyn Toss on ACAST and other podcast streaming platforms as well as on BoutWhyThePodcast.com. You can find video versions of some of my other interviews and from previous Fantasia Film Festivals and TIFF and Sundance and South by Southwest on my YouTube channel under my name, Carolyn Hines. I'm also a member of the African American Film Critics Association, so you can find my segments from the virtual roundtables that we've been doing with black film and television creatives in the industry on there, as well as my um, podcast, Beyond the Romance, which is an Asian drama podcast. The Again, the YouTube versions are on my YouTube channel, and the podcast versions are on butwhythepodcast.com, as well as on ACAST and um, iHeartRadio and other podcast streaming platforms. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram using, the ha- using my handle at CarrieCNH12. That's at C-R-R-I-E-C-N-H-1-2. I do regular live tweeting every Saturday night at 10 p.m. Eastern with my co-host. I'm using the hashtag Saturday Night Sci-Fi every Saturday night at 10 p.m. Eastern. I also occasionally live tweet dramas using the, the hashtag Dramas with Carrie for the dramas that I'm currently watching. You can find me on Twitter randomly talking about film, TV, music, K-pop, um, and sometimes it's the most random stuff too. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Karen Talks and until the next one, stay safe. Ooh.